Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. I'm joined by the amazing Jilly Woodhouse. Jilly, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, so, Jilly, why don't you start off by, um, I should probably introduce the kind of theme for this evening's live. So um, I've titled this, I don't even know if you know this, by the way, when I set up this evening's interview, I titled it, How to Take Your Coaching Business from 2K a month to 20K a month fast, which is quite a big claim. And I actually, I I wrote that and then posted it out and then only really thought to myself about 10 or 15 minutes ago, is that actually a fair claim to be making? And I'm pleased to say that I asked you before we went live and yes, it definitely is. So the, the kind of overview for this evening, those that are tuning in, those that are watching, thank you for joining us, is how do you make that switch? What have been the steps on the journey that Jilly's taken to go from a couple of grand a month um, to 20,000 plus in revenue? So um, first of all, Jilly, why don't you tell everyone that's watching just um, a brief who you are, what your business does, please. Okay, I'm Jilly Woodhouse um, and um, I look after osteopaths all over the world to grow their businesses, treat more people in pain. Nobody really knows what an osteopath does, um, but they're like pain detectives and they go looking for the root cause. And nobody knows this. They're on medication or they're going round and round the NHS hamster wheel, getting no answers. And very often an osteopath can diagnose what's going on and actually sort it out. Yeah, amazing. So, um, and by the way, I didn't pre-warn you I was going to ask this question, but I have to because this is the one thing that I always remember vividly about the first time we met. Um, what is – why osteopaths – like why did you choose, of all the niches you could have chosen to coach or consult with or mentor, why did you choose to go with osteopaths? Okay, well, I'll have to take a very long story and shorten it for you. Um, because um, my when I was living in Athens with my two boys and just after a terrible divorce, I was finally by myself with my own little niche cooking business for the expats. And my 12-year-old son um, collapsed with heart failure and a stroke. And this was due to the chemotherapy he'd had as a baby. So I lost everything. Everything I had in Athens, my business, my car, my um, rented, but my home, even my elder son uh, got got uh, persuaded to stay with my ex. So I lost everything. Um, that was 2008 Christmas. So I came back and I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't work because my son was in hospital all the time. Um but he'd had a lot of post-stroke problems, right side hemiplegia, so his hand wouldn't work and his foot was slapping around. So I took him to my friend Anne, who's an osteopath. He was on the heart transplant list, and um, they said to me they found a couple of kids where the chemotherapy-induced um, damage to the heart had got worse, but the viral damage that he'd suffered with, uh, he got had a virus which attacked his weakened heart, we didn't know. Um, 
did repair a bit. So they said, look, he's terribly skinny. He's 12 years old. If we could just buy him a few months or a year and get him a bit bigger so he could take a bigger heart, then that would be better for him. So I'm like, I'm in. Let's just see what we can do. So I fed him well. I took him to the um, and the osteopath every week, and she worked on him and worked on him. He started getting better and better. He started going to school. Then the next thing, he's he's 14. He's going, Mum, can I cycle to school now? And I'm like, oh, my God, he's got a serious heart problem, cardiomyopathy. He's, he's borderline heart transplant, you know. But they were one, you know, obviously we're trying to grow him a bit. Well, I took him all the time and he would even cycle home sometimes. He'd come up the stairs and he'd go, oh, mum, I think I need a bit of a top up with Anne. Take him round, do a little gentle, gentle work on him and he'd be off again on his bike back to school. Well, we didn't buy just one year. We bought five and I think it was the osteopathy. I honestly do. So she kept him as well as he possibly could be during that period um and so he was 17 when he finally had a transplant and uh yesterday he was 24 oh wow yeah for yesterday i wasn't i wasn't planning on asking you that question in preparation for this evening because this evening is about how did you take your coaching business from 2000 a month to 20,000 a month but I actually think that is significant in how you grew your coaching business because you're, you didn't choose to work with osteopaths and help them because you felt that that was the best way you could grow your business. You chose to go with that market, that audience, because it's something you're passionate about and it's something that you're um, that's very close to your heart and it's made a big impact on your life and your family's life. And I just think it's so important that when you're deciding, you know, often when I when I meet people who are coaches or consultants or maybe they're coming out of a corporate career and they want to set up a business as some kind of expert, they're, they're going, oh, you know, I don't know which niche to pick or which audience or which client profile to, to try and attract. And, you know, I always talk about, how, yes, of course, you've got to go somewhere where you've got expertise. And yes, of course, you've got to go somewhere where you think there's money to be made. But I really believe, and I know it sounds cheesy and cliche, but you've really got to go where your passion lies. And, you know, because let's face it, growing a business, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be huge hurdles to overcome at certain points on the journey. And it's the the passion for it, the belief in the work that you do that's going to keep you going through those tough times. And I, I really think... It drives me. It absolutely yeah. drives me. I'm on it all the time. <laughs> you, you support your clients who are all osteopaths. And I guess, you know, in some respects, you probably believe in them sometimes more than they believe in them. Oh. And I think that's really important for them to have, like, a cheerleader up by their side who, you know, absolutely loves what they stand for and what they do. So, um, and, and by the way, the reason I asked you that question unplanned was because that we, we first met, when did we meet? Do you remember what year it was? Oh God, um, 16 or 17? I'm gonna guess 2017. And that, yeah, and that for, for me, like I still often share that with you, don't I? I always talk about that story and how, how it, I remember you sharing it 
at one of my events, um, you stood up and, and took the microphone and shared, this is why I do what I do. And like, I was, like, it really touched me. Like, and I, I, I got goosebumps just going like, this woman is so passionate about what she does and the people she serves. Um, and I think, you know, that you can learn all the strategies and tactics and marketing approaches to get leads and get clients, but that, that emotion, that drive, that passion for what you do, I think is probably more significant and more important than anything. So um, that was a detour on the plan for this evening. So sorry about that, those that are watching. Um, I'm now going to get into what I actually planned to ask Jilly about, which is, um, so when we met, I think it was 2017, you were at one of my one of my workshops. And um, like I said, you, you were doing two, two and a half thousand pound a month, I think on average um, in your business. So what what was i always talk about the the steps the phases of growth really and so what what was the what was the most significant thing i'm sure there was lots of things we've only got a small amount of time this evening but what was the one thing that made the biggest difference from you you know being two two and a half thousand a month from your business like many i suppose in the expert space to you know being a six-figure business where you were making you know um five, six, seven, eight thousand pound a month consistently. Yeah. Um, well I was a bit scattergun in my approach um uh, before. I was um I think, oh, oh, I'll put this out. They need, you know, some some social media posts. And then I go, oh, I'll put this out. They need this course. And I was a bit all over the place. And um I had done the odd launch here and there, but it was kind of really hard work and didn't always get that many people onto it. Um and the big thing that um, that you suggested that we change was that I actually focus on one thing a month, and that was critical because uh, then then everything I was doing was consistent with that thing I was talking about that month, um, and it was way easier. Um, and I could sort of, you know, write posts that fitted with it. I could write emails that fitted with it, and it felt like I. Um, I was for, for the first time properly on track with growing a business, not just kind of hopping around thinking, oh, oh, what else do they need? <laughs> so it was a bit, um, it was a bit too all over the place, a bit like my brain. Give us an example. By the way, I think that that one focus at a time, and you know, we, we discussed originally one promotion a month um, of a certain product or service or package. Um, for those that are, that are tuning in, what products, services, packages were you offering at, at that point? Before, yeah, or before I'd got an online um, blueprint course for six months where they worked through it by themselves, and there was a Facebook group. Um, and a lot of them fell off the wagon off that and didn't actually get it done. So there wasn't enough accountability in that. Um, but it was a good course, and a lot of people did very well on it. Um, um, VIP, so one-to-one stuff, um, which is, of course, time heavy. Um, and the, I had a little course they could buy on completely online that had um, one-off that I didn't have any involvement with. Um, but that was a bit, you know, that was about it, really. So it was, from what you said, it was primarily online courses and some one-to-one um, yeah. coaching, consulting. Yeah. Um, so my whole model was online right from seven years ago, which um, was a good idea, it turns out. 
Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Um, indeed. So, 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 what um, what offers were did you start running for that one campaign, one promotion a month focus? What what did you start doing that made a big difference to go from a couple of thousand a month to five, six, seven, eight thousand a month? Um, I changed the pricing structure, so I had a, um, a one payment um, offer. And then, um, if they went, if they wanted the instalments, that the um, total amount was a bit more, sort of a significant amount more. So, if they were struggling, then they would take the instalments, and if they weren't, um, they would save the money by paying one off. And that made a massive difference to my cash flow, actually. Yes, you, you start getting people paying up front for a block of maybe six months of coaching. Um, which I suppose gives you, like you say, it, it increase your immediate cash flow. Of course, you know, it might have reduced the money you were getting paid month in, month out further down the line. But of course, that immediate cash flow then gives you a bit of a, a bit of breathing space. Um, you know, and often with, with clients that I work with, we, we find that, you know, if there's financial pressure on you, then of course that, that takes its time mentally, emotionally, in terms of your focus, your drive, all of those things suffer and, actually getting some cash in the bank and getting a bit of money behind you to give you a bit of breathing space is often um, just what's required to allow you to then think more strategically. And um, again, this might be going off topic a little bit. It's one of the reasons why over the last few months I've been banging on um, at people about why would you not take advantage if you qualify for, for one of the bounce back loans, for example. Um, if you know if you're in a tough spot financially and you qualify to buy that money, just you know, yes, of course, there's interest to pay, albeit a very small amount. Just getting yourself a bit of breathing space so that you can relax. Um, it allows you to be more strategic. It allows you to, I believe, market and sell and serve your audience and your community from a very different place emotionally because you can you can do it from a place of. I don't need the cash urgently now. And I, I really think that comes across. Um, and so I think, you know, it, it definitely bought you that bit of time and space so that you could then um, plan out your future campaigns month in, month out. Um, so, so I guess that, that was what gave you the immediate bump was, you know, offering one-to-one um, for people paying up front, gave you an immediate cash injection into the business. So what's different... Now, if that got you to five, six, seven, eight thousand a month, like what were the significant differences? I mean, um, I don't want to steal your thunder. You just shared with me before we went live your recent results from the last couple of months. So, what's been the difference? And then I'll let you share the results. I don't want to take credit. Um, well, over lockdown, I've served and served and served my community because they went into meltdown when all this happened because whilst they were allowed to keep their practices open most of them just couldn't bear the thought because they're into health they're about people's health they couldn't bear the thought that they might be um sharing on the virus in some way shock for them um so i was just supporting them in i've got a huge facebook group well, i just supported them every morning we went in with an osteo talk at 10 and I got different members of the group to um, give a little talk on their area of specialism um i went in a lot um you know when i could tell the arguments starting amongst them and things going on i'd pile in 
Um, and so I really support them. And I know they appreciate it. It's massively stressful for them. Um, so that was a big part. Um, and and similarly, a little while before that, I'd taken on um, an osteo who um, couldn't work. She had frozen shoulder, who had been cheerleading me for a long time and just wanted a bit of advice from me about what she could do to help to nurture practices. And I thought, let's have a chat. And um, it was the perfect moment to bring her on board. The perfect moment because I was getting to the point where I was run ragged and I couldn't, I couldn't expand anymore. And I, and I say to my clients now, get some help in before you're at full capacity, because otherwise you, you can't make decisions because you, you're just running to stand still really. Yeah, of course. So, so I suppose, you know, giving, bringing in, or creating more capacity in your business so that you could take on extra clients, extra, you have the capacity to take on extra revenue and sales as well. Um, yeah. has been pretty important. So, um, yeah, more, more recently then, so um, you've had a pretty storming last few months. So um, just share with us what kind of results you've been getting the last couple of months. And again, what has been the difference that's made the difference? Um. Well, two months ago, I did 26,500 turnover, and last month I did 26. Um, wow. It's a very different ballgame to where I was. In time with what you were doing in 2017, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. I can't quite believe it, actually. This is a slightly surreal conversation. I can't believe that I did that. And, um, uh, and I've come this far, really, from, you know, my little humble beginnings with my little shoestring online course, I called it. <laughs> um, so what's been the big difference then? What's, what have you done more recently? I think many people will be tuning in here. Um, you know, I'm sure there are many that, are, that have thrived over the last few months during lockdown, but also I know there are many that have struggled. So what, what have you done specifically the last few months that's made a big difference during lockdown? Well, I'm saying serving my community to a, a much, much more, being very active in the group, um, giving them things, um, sharing ideas, um, doing free um, webinars and things like that. So giving a lot more than ever before. Um, and, yeah, just promoting my, my um, own uh, mastermind program, which is just getting fantastic results with often doubling patient numbers, doubling doubling revenue, um, and change, changing their whole world. And you know, and I'm sort of helping them to put systems in place where they have a diary and a pencil currently, and not not a lot else. Um, so making them efficient, and, that, and that's just the word spreading like crazy. And people just coming to me all out from all over the place now suddenly you know my reputation has grown so let, let me just jump in at what point because i know there's a lot of people watching this who are probably doing one-to-one -one coaching or train um, or consulting or mentoring at what point did you bring in or what point did you introduce a mastermind as we call it or a group option at what point did you bring that into play i think that's about two years ago, just two, two and a half years ago. Um, and that's changed everything. It just how, works how, like How many one-on-one -on -one clients did you have before you introduced the group option? 
Oh, good question. I probably had 20 odd and it was intensive. Yeah. I mean, I know from my own experience, but also working with many people like you who who started off with one-to-one and then switched it to more of a one-to-many model. For me, once you get into double figures of one-to-one clients, you start to really feel um, the, the pressure and it's a lot of delivery and a lot of... Um, you know, a lot of service, a lot, of, a lot of clients to take care of if you're yeah. on your own. Um, and so, I normally suggest that once you get into double figures, you you seriously consider starting offering more of a group option. You were, yeah, you, I mean, you must have been absolutely flat out with twenty odd one to one clients. Um, and so, how, how many have you got now? One to one group. What's the kind of dynamic and what's the split? Um, I've got around about six. VIPs um, and um, about 75 masterminders. Whoa. So you've gone from 20-odd one-to-ones to to six and 75 group members. Mm, Two came on board yesterday. Say again? Two came on board yesterday. Two new ones yesterday, amazing. (laughs) Um, And and those groups are delivered, I'm guessing, well, you said it's, it was all online from the very start, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think it's important to underline that because, again, I know a lot of people that see, look, I, you know me, Gillian, I'm, I'm all about live and in person. So Expert Empires has been our flagship event for a number of years now, and I love getting people in a room together. Um, of course, you've been to many of those events. Um, you know, we run our master meetings in person at our training centre. Um, we, we are at the moment given a hybrid option so it's like hey you can come live in person maximum 30 people due to covid and we've also got um online access where people can participate fully online too um but like it just shows you you know you've got six one-to-one 75 mastermind members and all of that is done remotely i know you like to travel um and uh, and get away sometimes <laughs> So being able to do that, I guess, how, how does that feel, being able to like have all those clients but also just do it from anywhere in the world? Yeah, it's great. It's just great to know I can just take my laptop with me and can carry on working wherever I am. So, yeah, yeah it's perfect. Well, and, and again, I mean, I know from the painful experience that I had at the start of this six-month period, um, you know, the, the relying upon doing everything in person, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, no one could have predicted this pandemic, and who knows what's going to happen in the next few months or even next year. So, um, whilst you know, like I said, we're doing much uh, much smaller numbers now than we used to live and in person. I think having it already be an online program um, and all being delivered online just it, it meant that really, I suppose, there was no um, significant impact on your business or your ability to deliver. The only impact, I guess, was that your client base was directly impacted by the pandemic because they couldn't they couldn't open for business. How, how did you how did you support them through that? How did you? Ret- I mean, to still have seventy five, and I think from what you said, your numbers have actually gone up in terms of um, members over over the last few months. How did you retain your clients through that period of time where they were, you know, they had to be closed for business? How did you retain them and serve them through that pandemic? I just stepped up even more. I gave more um, 
you know, I'd go I'd come online if, if if there was any sort of anything going on in the evening, I'd pile into the group and I'd calm them down, reassure them, and um, they really appreciated it actually. But I, I stepped up massively. Um, it was knackering, but it had. It just had to be done, you know. I couldn't hold myself out there as being passionate about them, and when, then when the shit hit the fan, disappear off. Um, I, I felt a huge responsibility for them, actually, huge. Um, and I was just on it all the time. And then, and then I thought, how else can I serve them? Because when they were all closing down, they were in tears, and I was on doing lives. I was in tears with them because I, you know, I was gutted for them. And I just said, I don't know how I'm going to help you, but I will help you somehow. And I, um, I kept thinking about it as the months went on. And then I thought, I know what they need. They need help to go from lockdown to launch. So I created a four-step mini program, um, very cheap um, fee on it. Um, and I think I had 65 or 70 come into the Facebook group for that. And, I, and the first call I had with them was like two hours of questions and angst and crying. And, they, you know, it was, it was re- very emotional. Um, and so I supported them through that. And, and then gradually um, they've, they've all reopened again. Amazing. And, you know, what, what uh, I know how passionate you are about serving osteopaths and, and about the difference that they make in people's lives. But by the way, um, if you're watching this and you found some value in it, um, please, we've got more to come by the way, I'm not finishing just yet. Please give us um, give us some likes and some loves here for Julie Woodhouse, I think she deserves, for, um, for sharing so openly here with you all this evening. Just click the like button, the love button um, to show some appreciation for Jilly going live with me here on a Tuesday evening. Thank you for that. Um, so so we, uh, I suppose in closing, Jilly, we met in 2017. Um, at that point, you uh, you attended one of my workshops and enrolled in our mastermind program. What um, what would you say, I'm sure some of, the, uh, some of the viewers here this evening have probably been to my events before, maybe even heard about mastermind, maybe even thought about enrolling. Um, what advice would you give to someone that's thinking about it, that, that's maybe heard about mastermind but not quite taken the leap yet? Um, well, I would say if you're happy where you are and you're just turning over a few hundred quid or a a couple of grand a month and you're happy with that great if you're more ambitious than that if you've got something passionate in you that you've got to share with the world if you've got a bigger mission um then step up and get on the mastermind because um it's changed my world completely i've got so much more confidence now in myself and what i offer um than before and um i'm able to make a real difference now massive difference um to the community and i'm you know it's i don't know somehow i'm even more creative than i was before it's just being in in with um Nick in any way in the team who are inspiring, but it's also the other business owners who are passionate about what they do. And, you know, I've forged amazing friendships with lots of them and we help each other out. Sometimes we just have a moan with each other if we need need to sort of get something off our chests or um, 
I've asked several uh, members to come and talk to my members on their specialist subjects, which means I'm giving my clients an even better service than before. Um, so it's just it's the it's the most amazing business family you could wish for, actually. And um, you know, if, if you want some of that, then get in. <laughs> So um, I've just thought of a question, which I don't think I've ever asked you this before. So we've got a bit of an evening of firsts here. Um, If when we'd met in 2017, I'd said, Jilly, in a few years' time, you'll be doing 26 grand a month in your coaching business. What, What would you have thought? What would you have said to me? I don't believe you. I said, I don't believe you. Um, 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 yeah, well, yeah. So, and I think that the re- I don't know why I asked you that. It just for some reason I felt. No, you wanted me to cry again. <laughs> no, no, I can't let you cry. I promise. Um, the, I think the reason was because um, there are so many. I really believe this. There's so many people. Um, and, you know, why you do what you do for osteos is the reason that I do what I do for experts because there's so many people that are so talented. They've got so much to give um, and and they've, they've got the capacity to make such a difference, but they just don't believe in themselves or they haven't got the business brain or marketing strategy or, or, or mindset around money or belief. To, to grow and you know I like to think that over the years I've developed some skill in those areas and and you know if I can help just you know one Julie Woodhouse to uh, you know to, to make a bigger impact and now you know you've got kicking on for a hundred um, I'm sure it won't be long before it is a hundred osteopaths worldwide who are now they haven't just you know survived during the toughest economic climate that any of us have ever known, but they're they're coming out the other side of it and they're thriving. And of course, the knock-on effects of the work they're doing with their clients. So what what excites me and what gets me out of bed in the morning is I go because of the work that I've done with people like you and and the people that come to our events. Like now there are kicking on for a hundred osteopaths whose businesses are getting the support they need, and each one of those has a bunch of clients that are now getting the physical support that their body needs. Um, and, you know, like, I didn't directly achieve that. I don't know the first thing about osteopathy, but you do and they do. And, and you know, it's a, it's a way for, 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 for me and for, for us to, to make a big difference. So, um, yeah, th- well, thank you for joining me this evening. Thank you for sharing so openly. Um, but one thing I always get from you, Jilly, um, whenever we talk and, you know, whenever you have, um, kindly shared your, your message and, and your updates really, because it seems like every time we speak, you've, you've gone to another level. Um, yeah. what I always get is just, you know, what, what such a huge heart you've got and how much you genuinely care, um, about your clients and your audience and, you know, during lockdown when they were all suffering, your your thought was not about, or oh, what about my business? Your thought was immediately, I'm I'm just here to serve you and help you. And I think when you show up with that attitude, magic happens, and that's why you've had the last two months you've had. Um, of course, you know, 
marketing tactics and how you run ads and, and how you construct offers and pricing and packaging and all those things are important. But, you know, when, when you've got the heart for, for, for the community that you've got, I think, you know, it's not a surprise that you've had the success you've had. So um, congratulations, I guess. Um, and thank you so much for sharing with our community. Um, one final thing, anyone that's watching this, um, if you've not been fortunate enough to watch it live and you're watching this on replay, please drop a hashtag replay in the comments so that we know who's tuned in. Um, secondly, if you're watching this on my Facebook page, um, then I would be so grateful. I'm sure Jilly would as well if you'd hit the share button and share it with, if it's been valuable to you and you think this message will serve anybody in your, your friends list or your community, then please share it and, and maybe tag somebody in the comments that you think needs to hear this message. Um, maybe you know an amazing osteo who really needs support in their business right now and they could do with me in the amazing Jilly. Or, or maybe there's somebody who you think just needs to hear this message um, that we've shared here this evening for their expert business, for their coaching business. Maybe they've been going through a tough time. Maybe you know that they've got amazing skills and gifts to share with the world and maybe they've not fulfilled the potential yet. Just tag anybody who you know would really benefit from this message um, and help us spread the love. So um, thank you everyone for tuning in live this evening, whether you've been on the page, my Facebook profile, the Expert Empires community, thanks for joining us all. Um, I know from some of the comments that um, not everyone has been able to um, engage fully because of the software that we're using here through StreamYard. You've not all been able to hit the likes and loves, but if you can, please hit the likes and loves if you've uh, if you found some value, some benefit here this evening. Um, and thanks again. Um, so, yeah. Somebody's just saying in the comments, there isn't a share button. That's because you're watching in the group. If you're on my page, you can share away. Um, I'll change the settings on my profile as well so that you can share it too. But um, thanks again. Final thoughts, Jilly. Anything to add for the people that have tuned in this evening? Oh, um, final thoughts. Yeah, uh, just keep going. You must believe in yourself and you must keep going and you must keep asking yourself, what next? What else do they need? What else do they need? That's all I'm asking myself all the time. What else do they need? So, you know, I'm always trying to up my game to support them even better. So just so, you know, what else do they need? The people you serve, what else do they need? It's a great question. What else do they need? You deliver it. And then, you know, that is how you've built such a law following. So thanks again, Julie. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Remember as always, the more you connect, okay that's it for today thank you so much for listening to empire builders please subscribe leave us a review on apple on spotify on other platforms and uh, share the love tell your friends remember till next time the more you connect the more you collect